Today on episode 43 of the Home of Play podcast, PS5 ships 3.4 million units, Famatsu chooses their game of 2020, and Cyberpunk is in hot water. All that and more. Time for some intro. Happy New Year's, everybody. Welcome back to the Home of Play podcast, episode 43, where every Monday the three best friends join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. With Christopher, we also have our 60 frames of Curtis. Hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid-for opinion stuff you don't need here. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news you need and want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by visiting the YouTube channel, which can be found by searching The Home of Play Podcast. Once there, please feel free to hit that subscribe button, maybe even leaving us a like on the video. Should the spirit move you, winky wink face. If you're already hearing our beautiful voices by the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast. And that means you can find us on all your your favorite podcast services of choice such as spotify apple or even amazon every month we are growing and it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping you spread the cause through the power of word of mouth if you have a comment question or complaint we want to hear from you please leave any of those in our youtube videos and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we celebrate the new year on today's episode we have seven news articles to discuss but first as always let us begin with what we've been up to in the last year chris we will start with what you've been up to in the last week of 2020 uh what have i been up to i've been playing a lot of multiplayer games because uh, a lot of buddies and stuff are on holidays and stuff like that so i've uh, been playing a shit ton of among us um a lot of among us too much of it uh <laughs> that's always fun to play though uh and then also uh, one of my buddies got back into rainbow six siege so i've been doing a good amount of that uh, one game I did pick up, uh, which I've been enjoying actually quite a bit uh, on Steam, is a game called Other Side. Uh, it's very um, similar to XCOM in the combat style, tactical combat. Uh, and it's also got a, a roguelike aspect to it because your characters have like permadeath, uh, which is similar to XCOM. But you, in this one, your characters actually don't heal between fights. You have to actually sacrifice a character to heal your other characters. So it, it, it makes it really tough. And uh, I got, pr- I think I got pretty far on my first run. I got up to the third boss and I just couldn't do it. Uh, and you earn credits between the rounds that you can bank for a second run. So my second run, I think is going to be a lot easier. Um, now that I start with a lot more bonuses, your, some of my characters start at a higher level and all that kind of stuff. But I'm really liking it. The art style is really cool. It's black and white and red. It's really neat. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I haven't played any console. I don't even think I've turned it on in the last week. So, No, um, your uh, PlayStation 5 has told me it hasn't been turned on the last seven or eight days. Yeah, I haven't even been doing Genshin or anything. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think like I want to play Cyberpunk, but I think at this point in time, I'm just going to wait for the January patch, the big one. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's pretty playable, I guess, on the next gen consoles anyway. But if you don't mind the occasional crashes, yep. Yeah. So I, I, at this point, I think I might as well just wait. So I think that's pretty much it. Lots of other random stuff, um, but that's pretty much it for the my week, I guess. Lots of multiplayer stuff. Curtis, Curtis, what have you been doing? He hasn't been playing much Cyberpunk, but I have. 
Oh, have you still? Yeah. Yeah, I've been... Well, it still runs fine for me, so I've been knocking about knocking out a bunch of the side quests. I got a question for you, then. Do you have Johnny's boots? No, not yet. I haven't gotten that I far. have Johnny's boots! Oh, no, sorry. No, I do have his boots. Oh, you have, have his boots? His, okay. I have his boots, and I think... I think that's all I have, actually, because everything else you get from a later mission. Yeah, but no, I do have that. Uh, I'm trying to knock out a bunch of side quests now. I'm actually trying to figure out where to romance Judy, mm. but I don't think I've finished uh, some of the prerequisite quests yet. So I'm not kind of fully aware, but I could have sworn I read something that suggested that I don't know which characters, but some may have like gender preferences, which might be problematic for us. Oh, I'm I not. thought it was, she she likes the female, so I played. A okay, female. I, then it, maybe it's Pan Am. I can't remember. I thought somebody you said one of the characters. Yeah, but but yeah, no, still still chipping away at that. I'm uh, street cred fifty now, so I bought all the mods that I can, all the highest level ones that I can afford. But I don't have the reflexes or the body to do it yet, so I'm just yeah. kind of staring at them in my inventory and just waiting waiting patiently waiting to level up and be able to use them but that's about it what's your uh real level i think i just hit uh 27 that's so funny we're like basically at the same spot i'm exactly 27 and street street cred 50 <laughs> <laughs> i'm like it's weird that, like how much faster street cred is oh it's i mean basically killing any enemy will give you street cred same thing yeah. with level, I guess. But, but you think that so should be the more. same? Yeah, exactly. It should be the same thing with real experience. You'd but think, nope. yeah. It's a lot slower. Like, well, seriously, like, what is that? Fifty percent the speed? Like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, I've also went into some of the higher areas, so I was specifically taking out guys that give you more street cred. So it mm. kind of helps. Yeah, that could be my issue too. Because yeah, I was killing people that are dropping stuff that told me I needed like to be level thirty-one just equipping yeah. stuff. Yeah. What about you, Steve? What have you been playing? Well, no surprise after that conversation. I'm also still playing Cyberpunk. Uh, I took a little bit of a break, uh, try to get into some other stuff. You know, PlayStation's got that holiday sale that looks tempting, but I just, you know, the same reason I constantly shit on uh, Game Pass or PlayStation Now uh, for just like not being for me because I just, if I don't play certain things, I'm just not going to play certain things. So, you know, you giving me a list of like Netflix stuff of like games that I never wanted to buy. I'm still, even if it's free and available, I'm just not going to play it. And that's kind of what's happened with the holiday sale. I keep going through it. Like, honestly, I've probably gone through that entire list like eight times. And it's got some good deals like near Autonoma is like 26 bucks or something like that. Maybe nice. even less. Um, so I keep thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And then I just don't. And I'm like, well, really, like what's $20? But then I, I still can't do it for some reason. And so I ended up buying nothing ever, uh, the worst window shopper. And then, yeah, I went back to Cyberpunk. And yeah, basically, it seems like I'm probably further behind in real story than you. Who knows? Like, maybe we're both playing the same and just hours and hours of random stuff, like no real story. Um, but yeah, I'm just doing the side quest, dealing with the freaking uh, crashes as they come. That that part's not fun. Um, but yeah, it, it's... It's whatever. I have been getting a lot more graphical glitches now. Oh, really? But Interesting. That's a, but only graphical, nothing like technical. Yeah. I had, uh, I just stormed a club, like a hidden club, 
and there's a lot of innocent bystanders and it was awesome because some of them were like so scared they all decided to t-pose in the center of the uh, room together <laughs> and i'm like again just another religious movement that just felt unnecessary oh no sorry i did have one major major bug on mine uh i i literally could not do damage to enemies oh I literally that's like the reverse god mode (laughs) every bullet i fired didn't matter nope didn't matter what gun i was using the explosive projectiles nothing did damage wow so i actually had to go back i tried reloading a save that didn't even fix it i actually had to completely restart the game nice yeah no that was on that was unfortunate sad (laughs) yeah i had what was another one? I feel like I couldn't get in a car at one point. That was annoying. Oh, there's some other things. Oh, I have a tank top that um, I can e- equip, but it doesn't actually have a pitcher. And it just makes her like not equipped anything, which is really weird. <laughs> but it says it's a tank top. It, yeah, but it has no pitcher. Like, it's really weird. Like I'm the just, thumbnail? Yeah, it doesn't have a thumbnail. It's just a clear thing that you can equip. But it when it, all it will say is like, Something tank top. I can't remember exactly. I think I had a, a site that did that. Yeah. And it's just, I, and no matter how many times I've re- hard restarted anything, like it's never actually fixed itself. It's still in my inventory, still nothing. I'm like, okay, I guess we just have a nothing shirt. <laughs> like maybe she's gone insane and she just thinks that, like, I don't know, can lids or <laughs> dresses now. I don't know. Okay, so that sounds like that's everything we've been up to this great holiday season. Uh, now that we are returning from our long-awaited break. Uh, not that long, apparently, because it seems like we're the only ones back. <laughs> but uh, here we go. So with our seven news articles, we're starting with number one. Uh, this one comes from Destructoid, and it is Famatsu asked a bunch of developers what the best game of 2020 was, and they picked Ghost of Tsushima. Any surprise here, boys? It was our pick too. Yep. It's I surprising just, that that's coming from developers. Well, this is okay. This is the reason I brought this up because I feel like this is kind of solid. Um, I don't know. It's good pairing with our podcast. I think we did two weeks ago where we talked about, you know, maybe the video game awards or why some of these games seem like they're almost being steamrolled through the awards, even though like no one else seems to like them other than people in the media. And now it seems like even developers you know, they, Animal Crossing was second, for goodness sakes. Like, it, it seems like, uh, if I can read in here, uh, Ghost of Tsushima in second place was Animal Crossing, followed by Fallen Fantasy VII Remake, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, and then Fall Guys. That was the order. And like, these are guys who make video games, you know? So I just kind of feel like I take this... I don't know, this one just speaks to me a lot more than, you know, a couple people in the in, like media trying to push like their own politics with oh well this one speaks to like the societal qualities and things that i want to hear so i'm going to give it game of the year based on solely that not the fact that it's a video game where i think these guys who actually make video games are like no and yeah i'm very happy with what i'm reading here i think it speaks to more like what me and chris and well even you curtis like i feel like we all kind of i i think you were the only one that didn't play ghost but uh i'm sure if you did you probably would have talked about it a bit Likely, yeah. So, yeah. What about your thoughts, Chris? Uh, I'm happy with the choice. Uh, obviously, we love the game. We've said it enough already, but they they really knocked it out of the park with that one. So, 
And as far as competition this year of what I've played this year, um, I don't really have anything that is at that level of good goodness. Um, Final Fantasy VII, I enjoyed it, but it, I it wasn't like my best game of the year. It was yeah. not even that close. So yeah, no, this is this is a good decision. Um, great game, deserves it. I just like that. Like, yeah, you got actual developers in there starting a conversation. I, I would like to see the media's like take on this and be like, oh, what? Not Last of Us? Last of Us wasn't even in the top five. Mm-mm. And then they get all mad, right? Like, oh, it would be beautiful fire. I'm going to have to look up that Sakuna game because I don't even know what that is. Me neither. I know I've mentioned it uh, a couple episodes ago too, I think when we were talking about the, the game awards, but it's still funny how. We we didn't even like what we saw from the uh, the state of play for Ghost of Tsushima, and it ends up being yeah, well, such a highly renowned game now. Maybe it it kind of had the the whole ace up the sleeve. Yeah, you don't want to give away all of its best things, and it ends up mm. actually surprising you in the end. Well, I just like Tsushima too, because even Japan, you know, a lot of there's a lot of people that like making something out of nothing. So they were kind of pushing sucker punch and being like, oh, well, you're making, you know, it's, I don't know the exact terminology they use, but it's almost like they were complaining that an American publisher developer was making this game about Japan. And they're like, oh, that's not culturally appropriate, blah, blah, blah. And then even Japan's like, this is a freaking phenomenal game. Like, we should be making games like this. And I'm like, well, there you go. Like, it tells you it's okay. Like, come on, let's not all be crazy. As long as you, you know, meet it with a, like an element of respect and, you know, take your time. I, I don't see where the issue lies. Moving on to number two. This one's from IGN. PS5s will now show a warning if you start a PS4 version of the cross-gen game. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like it got PlayStation 5 got a little hot fix here. And it will finally warn you if you're about to play the wrong version of the game that you do not intend to play, which I think is awesome. Uh, I haven't come across this too much, but I think I almost had an issue with uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, because I did originally play it on the PS4 and then move on to the PS5. Uh, luckily I think I only had the PS5 downloaded anyway. I didn't get too far to get too confused, but I did hear some people finding out, you know, a couple hours in that they were actually playing PS4 versions of like Valhalla or Spider-Man issues like that. So I I think this is awesome. It's not a big news article, but I think it's necessary and kind of cool to get, you know, quick responses every once in a while, at least from PlayStation. Those that don't have a PS5 won't understand how this is a problem. But yeah, like I had the same issue with this uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I didn't even, I didn't get as far as getting into the game, but I downloaded the whole PS4 version of the game before I realized, wait, this isn't the right version. Cause it, it's mm. not overly clear. Like there's, you have to switch between the two versions. So, well, especially when you're dealing with a brand new UI that you've never used before. Yeah. The store is a little confusing. Yeah, well, everything's just different than what we're accustomed to. So, yeah, it's yeah. very uh, different. Well, even seen, right? Like, I found out later, you know, select the game, hit start. Then you can kind of see what version you're about to play. But right. Yeah, no, uh, this is uh, definitely worthwhile. It, it, maybe they need to, like, change it where it's, like, it should try to default to the PS5 version, which it sounds like this is what's kind of... It's giving people the option to do it, but... I think they have to go a little bit further. Like when you're searching on the the store, it should be defaulting to like the PS5 version of the game. Because I've done that a couple times where it's like, oh yeah, this game looks good. And it's like, wait, is this PS4 or PS5? 
And then it's like, oh, no, yeah, that was PS4 version. It's like, why the hell would that one be shown first? I mean, this kind of just seems like an early adopter thing, yeah. honestly. Yeah, this will probably be phased out. Yeah, as more games come out for PS5, obviously this isn't going to happen, so yeah. it makes sense now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still curious why it even exists. Is it for, you know, certain games like Cyberpunk that don't have a PS5 version yet? So when it does come out, if it's a separate entity altogether, like, is that what the purpose is? It just seems odd to even allow that kind of, like, you know, if you had a PS5, why would you ever want the PS4 version? For me, the only time I know I needed this to work, and this might be part of the cause, is when I wanted to transfer my Spider-Man, not remastered, the original Spider-Man PS4 version save file. I had to actually re-download the PS4 version to my PS5, start it up, find the save file, tell it to put it to a cloud so then I could start up the the actual PS5 version, download that save, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Definitely a big time. It would have been faster, honestly, to do with the PS4, but I'm that lazy. So... That's the only time I really needed it, but it just seems like a weird feature to offer just for the few games that might allow that. Well, reading down in the article, if you didn't catch it, uh, games like Call of Duty Cold War, uh, apparently there's a cross-gen bundle or the Ultimate Edition, which actually includes both the versions. So that's kind of, I guess, what they're trying to Yeah, you're right, because there's no, of course, because Activision, there was no free upgrade. So yeah, that makes sense. You had to pay that extra $10. You ain't getting it for free for all those <laughs> more pixels and such, which it probably didn't actually offer and couldn't justify it in any way, but that's Activision. Okay, moving on to number three. This one comes from Push Square. Rumor, PS5 ships 3.4 million units in its four weeks. Uh, pretty impressive. Uh, if you digging into the article a little bit, it uh, lets us know that... Uh, PlayStation expects to sell 16.8 million to 18 million units by the end of 2021, which is uh, obviously pretty remarkable for first year numbers. And just for a little comparison, it took the PS4 a little over six weeks to sell 4.2 million units. Uh, so yeah, it can it shows you how well the PS5 is doing. But also, I think we need to touch on the fact that like, what would the number be if they actually had enough consoles to support the demand out there? Yeah, way if higher. They, if they ha- yeah, if they had like if everybody that wanted one could get one, that number would probably be way higher. For sure. We also have to point out too that it it is a rumor. The report came from uh DigiTimes citing industry sources. Yeah, so. I actually did see another article that had around the same number, so I think mm-hmm. it's just people going off of like other numbers and then using that for speculation, but you know, I don't doubt these numbers, like, I know it's going to be a little more than the PS4 just based off, of, like, the craziness out there. I mean, hell, even the scammers are just helping those numbers, right? Like, you're talking about every shipment selling out in, like, minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, yeah, if we actually had the the volume to appease everyone, then I'd be very interested to, interested to see where these numbers went. Okay. So not much to talk about there, but a little cool little insider fact. And we know that our console of choice is doing well. So we'll move on to number four. This one comes from Game Informer. Cyberpunk 2077 investor files class action lawsuit against CD Projekt Red. Uh, To no one's surprise, you know, we talked about this ad nauseum uh, for how many weeks now with all the things that, you know, it sounds like everything they hid from us, the gamers, they also hid from their own their own investors, and that is the basis of this lawsuit. 
I don't know what your guys' thoughts are. If you think it, there's you know grounds for a lawsuit or not. I mean, if they're hiding information, if they're lying to them, saying, "Oh yeah, this is ready. This is perfectly ready to go," and it's nothing, and now you've lost sales, you have refunds. Obviously, there's going to be some sort of consequence. Uh, I think there's probably more to it in the background that we don't know about. Um, just reading what it says, it says that they failed to disclose that the game was virtually unplayable on the previous generation systems. I mean, well, I can't imagine they would tell anybody that, but I, I feel like there's something more to this that us as the consumers just aren't aware of. But, uh, but even that alone, like if that's all I can take out of this, I would make the argument that I think, and maybe I'm a little harder, but I think it's a valid argument then because whatever they didn't show us, you know, it sucks that they did that, but your investors are your investors. Like you cannot hide or withhold, withhold information that would hurt their dollar. Cause that's why they're mm-hmm. investing. Right. So if you right. knew you had a shit show, that's going to bring on refunds, just tabloid after tabloid articles discussing like all these bad choices, uh, you know, the fact that now you were telling your investors you're going to sell 30 million units of this game and you're not even hitting top charts in the UK. Uh, that's where I think the argument for me and from what I'm reading, uh, you know, that's where I would say, yeah, if, if there's other things, if they're being greedy, like, I don't know. But yeah, like, I just think you didn't tell them the state of this game and like whether you wanted that to leak to actual gamers is one thing but you still can't you know withhold from your investors like especially when you're like a publicly traded company like that Mm -hmm. i mean i the game still made a good amount of their money back uh i know the stock took a hit i don't know what it's at right now if it's bounced back a little bit i assume see that's the other problem is like that is like a huge point on them if their stocks are dropped 40 percent like they say they did yeah you as an investor just lost all your investment, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's great that CD Projekt Red recouped their money. What about your money? Yeah. I think it'll bounce back at some point. So, Oh, yeah. If they change the conversation or, you know, maybe they post a trailer for Witcher 4, boom, there goes your stock again, right? Yeah. But I think still piggybacking off of what Chris was saying, there's probably still stuff we don't know because, like, do we do we know... Was it someone pushing for the the game to actually come out? Could it have been delayed or were they actually in full crunch mode where they're saying, hey, we're not funding anymore. Get it ready. Get it out. Yeah, I think. And that's where they might have a a case because from what we've read, it sounds like the the, the board of the company really were pushing to get this thing out. So if that clearly is looking like that was a horrible decision, they might have a case. Yep. Especially if they were straight up lied to saying, oh yeah, we'll be, we'll be ready. It's okay. Meanwhile, the developers are sitting there in the background going, what the f***? No, no, no. no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not, like, no, please no, not anymore. No. <laughs> in the year that can't give any more, it's given more. So yeah, no, it's uh, unfortunate circumstances, but you know, when it's all said and done, I'm now on the opposite side where I'm like, you know what? There needs to be an example set for companies that try to do this in the future. So Unfortunately, it's not the developer I'd like it to be, you know, happening to, but they made the bed. I guess it's time to lie in it. I think it's just people were not expecting it to come from CD Projekt Red, where it's like people have gone, gotten used to it being Ubisoft. 
And they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did it again. Okay. And then they just move Or on. EA. Yeah. It's no, no, for sure. So it's like, it's just coming from left side with this company. And it's like, I don't know. Well, because the way they rolled out Witcher 3, right? Oh, we're going to give you free DLCs. And then if we do charge you for an expansion, like it's going to be a sizable expansion. It's not going to be, you know, like the $50 Arkham Knight season pass, which gave you like a couple of two minute long DLCs, right? Like it just wasn't justified at all. And these things were half that price and they give you way more content, like hours of content. I think together they were the size of the base game. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, I have a feeling too that uh, CD Projekt Red, I, I honestly, I feel in my heart that they feel bad about this. And I feel like at some point they might go out and like the next expansion pack or big DLC, it might be free for us. I, well, I they, uh, they did be- come out recently and update that like, just like The Witcher, the first few things dropping are going to be the free DLCs. Mm. Uh, not expansions, but you're right. This could go all the way to the point where they say, you know what? The first expansion's on us. We feel bad. I, I think that could happen. Yeah. Because I do agree with you. I think the developers feel bad. I think they're not happy with this went out. It wasn't their call to make, unfortunately. Uh, so I feel like a lot of them got railroaded into feeling like they're the villain in the discussions right now. Uh, and it sucks. But it, the board of directors is where it sounds like all these problems came from. And I really hope that company does a turnaround and maybe lets a few of them go if this is how they want to do business if this is how they want to conduct themselves just get out okay so we'll move on yet again and kind of going with our other theme we move on to number five also uh from push square uk sales charts fifa 21 reclaims top spot cyberpunk 2077 in eighth so this one kind of bounces off our last thing about you know, lawsuits, CD project, red issues. And now we get word that the UK sales chart are as follows week ending 26th of December, 2020. We have their sales figures. Number one spot is FIFA 21. No surprise. Number two, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number three, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number four, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number five, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number six, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number seven, Just Dance 2021. Number eight, Cyberpunk 2077. Number nine, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And then lastly, number 10, the Switch version of Minecraft. Uh, Crazy, crazy that Cyberpunk is at eight. I get it. They didn't have as, you know, they were missing 10 days from this chart compared to the other days, but considering they're like the only new game of that month, uh, I think that's pretty crazy. At least, I mean, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, number two, man. That's uh, that's crazy. Good on Ubisoft. Uh, that's success story. Animal Crossing still keeping in the charts like most Switch games seem to. Like, obviously, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Call of Duty, I'm actually surprised it's that low, you know, for the best-selling game every year. I guess it just doesn't sit so high in the UK. I don't know how big Call of Duty is in the UK. I mean, it's got to be decent, you know, number five spots, nothing to like, and that's on like the month after they released, but, uh, right. I mean, it's the world's top, but yeah, I don't think it's theirs. Like FIFA clearly rules the land. Okay. Moving on to number six, we got from PlayStation blog, January's PlayStation plus games, man eater, shadow of the tomb Raider and Greedfall. Uh, Chris was kind enough to post this up for us. So starting January 5th, you get the PS5 version of Maneater, 
uh, PS4 version of Shadow of the Tomb Raider and the PS4 Greedfall. Yeah, it sounds like it will be the same deal as Bug Snacks, where we're going to get the Man Eater, the PS5 game, a little longer than the other games, but then they'll switch over in February, and I believe we'll still have Man Eater till March, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I don't know. Like again, we can have the same conversation every time we get the game, the free games of the month. But uh, I don't know. I'll probably get Shadow of the Tomb Raider if I'll play it or not. I'm not sure. Is that the third one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good, because I just finished the second one like a month or two ago. So I, actually, I probably will play that. And I watched the trailer for Greedfall, and that could be interesting. I I've heard some people it. really like it. I never got into it. It's not the lore that I'm interested in. I, I didn't really like the weird French revolutionary like kind of costumes. and mm. It's just not my scene, but I have nothing against it. I, it seems like the people I liked it really liked it. And, it, you know, seemed to. I think it hit like a solid 7 out of 10 review. Yeah, I'll uh, have to at score. least try it just to see how it looks. And Maneater. I, I hadn't even heard about that. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard about it? I no, heard about I it. It's uh, it's an interesting game. Like you want to eat people as a shark, and then somehow evolve into some kind of crazy uh, monster shark that just eats people better and faster. Then you know that's your game. But uh, I mean, I'll probably check out that one actually. Now that we've talked about it a little bit, I just think Greedfall. So maybe this is a better month that I'm giving it credit for. I'm gonna change my opinion <laughs> live in recording. You guys gonna check out any of these games? I'll try them all. I think. Curdy. If I had a PS5, I'd maybe, but I'm still having problems with my PS4, so nope. Oh, nice. Like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I'll play just because it's the third, like I got to play that, finish that trilogy. Greedfall yeah. actually interests me, so I might, like I'm kind of more interested in that one. And mm. Maneater, I, I mean, you got to try every PS5 version of a game when you have it, so got to yeah. at least try it. Although I haven't even tried Bug Snatch either. <laughs> uh i only put an hour into it you know it is what it is i don't think it's bad but i, w I also am not going to make an argument that it's like amazing mm -hmm. so mm. and that surprises me coming from you i don't know why doesn't I, seem like your game know. no no it's not i just like i could play and be like okay this wasn't made for me but like i i don't know i still respect it you know they, they put an honest effort in it's a little puzzle game it's fun it Whatever. looks good too i think right i thought you said that it looks pretty good well, uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. Like, it definitely doesn't look like a PS5 game. Mm. So we'll move on to article number seven, kind of following up our previous article yet again, again from Push Square. Sony reportedly refunding purchases of Maneater on PS5 following the PS Plus announcement. So already the first day in 2021, it sounds like Sony is doing more refunds. I'll read a little bit from this. In case you missed the news yesterday, Sony has announced the PlayStation Plus lineup for January 2021. In addition to PS4 games Greedfall and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, PS5 owners can look forward to Maneater, an open-world action title about being a big bloody shark. That's good news on its own, but those who recently bought the Ferocious Fish Simulator might feel a little short-changed. As it so happens, it appears Sony is refunding those who purchased Maneater on PS5 in light of the PS Plus status. Reddit user, I'm not pronouncing that, shared a message that they received on their console, which states that they will be getting their money back as PS Store credit and can keep the game in their PS5 library. Uh, I'm not going to go any further than that. I think we got the main like juicy piece of that story. And yeah, basically sounds like if you recently bought that game, you might be a little perturbed, but 
you know, it's also the risk we all take. I, I'm not going to come at them and be like, oh, you gave me Rise of the Tomb Raider, but I paid for that a year ago. Yeah. People are going to try to figure out what the window is now that if if, if this is go- going actually goes through, people are going to try to see like, OK, if I buy the game 15 days before uh, it becomes free, do I have a chance at getting a refund? Who knows? Well, same as me. Like, can I play the fifth and or play the fifth and go right now, play it early? Because I don't. Let's say I, I really want to play Man Eater, but I don't want to wait till the fifth of January. Can I just go download it right now, and then when it comes out, be like, oh, give me that refund? And then it's like, well, I got to play it, you know, a week early. Yeah, it's also like one thing that it doesn't mention because sometimes PlayStation does refunds if you don't actually download the game. I think. In some places, yeah, I've world. heard something like that. Yeah. So it's like I'm curious if uh, Bray Wyatt uh, also they never downloaded it. Maybe um, I'd be curious if they went and they played it for five hours and then they're still allowing the refund. That's <laughs> definitely a f- kind of a. F- I don't want to say it's a first because Cyberpunk, obviously, but it's almost a first that they would be uh, allowing that sort of refund. Yeah, good if it does. It might depend on whether or not the announcement window is within yeah so so many days of you buying it because if you know that the game's already coming to plus i feel like you're not going to be able to buy it and then be oh well it's going to be free where's my refund right i actually tried to do that sort of with uh warcraft 3 i like i had owned it way back in the day but i can't remember i think i lost the disc-based version of it and then i went and purchased the pc version and I think it was like the next day they announced the the reforged version of the game. <laughs> Although I've been hearing it's awful from what I've been hearing. It's abysmal. So it's but it was like one of those things where I actually tried, I'm like, can you guys just upgrade my version or change it to the new one? This was before I knew it was shit. And they're all like, No, we can't do that. I'm like, sad face. They're like, you don't you don't want it. You You don't want it, buddy. No, <laughs> yeah. you don't want it. To be yeah, it sounds like I I didn't want it from what it ended up yeah, being. Yeah, they wanted to do you a solid, and they, they did. I'm surprised they didn't send me an email being like, what the hell did you buy Warcraft 3? Like, how many years after it launched? <laughs> okay, so that wasn't, you know, a huge news week. Surprise, surprise. In the holiday season, news is a little hard to find, but I found something, so I feel proud of myself. Uh, a little Papa Gamer here getting us through. Uh, so yeah, we're going to move on to homework and get not a surprise there either. There's not a lot to talk about, but it is what it is. So yeah, we're moving on to homework. What is homework? Homework's where we just don't have enough time to show you everything, but we find other interesting articles we think that you might find interesting too. And then you can go check them out in your own time and educate yourselves. So our only bit of homework right now is from Game Informer and Resident Evil movie reboot wraps filming. So there you go. If you're uh, a... F- very good Resident Evil fanboy like uh, me, Curtis, and Chris. Uh, you might be excited that the movie is done filming, and that means they're going to move on to special effects, editing, all the fun stuff, and hopefully we'll get that movie into our bellies sooner than later because it sounds like a good one, at least just from what I've read, pictures I've seen leak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm a little concerned about them trying to bleed Resident Evil 1 with 2 and make it one complete movie without feeling rushed, but... I'd feel better if possible. that was part of the series. Then I'd yes, feel better with but, them blurring them together. But it doesn't have Mila Jovovich, so I have faith. <laughs> and it sounds like the movie's going to be slated for a fall 2021 launch. So that's Awesome. Not, that's not too far away. No. 
slightly under a year. Yeah. I don't know about you know, the series, though. I don't know when that one's supposed to be coming out. I'm a little worried about that one, but I'll watch it anyway. So, yeah, like I said before, not a big homework week, but uh, not a big news week either. So everything just fits a theme. Hopefully, we're going to get some news articles by next week so I don't have to uh, basically scrub bottom to get something. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for joining us in the new year. Uh, we're happy to be back. Uh, just, yeah, I just want some news stories, you know. Fill my belly with those news stories. Something to get hyped over. Exactly. So thanks for joining us yet again, and we will see you on another Monday. Following this Monday. Isn't that fun? Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Did you guys get any uh, uh, Christmas game-related gifts or anything like that? Curtis, no. You got nothing. <laughs> nah, I didn't get anything. Well, you yeah, your family's not big on gifts, though. No. no or love. Um, <laughs> they don't love <laughs> I just can't believe Just Dance 2021 is above cyberpunk. <laughs> Should we make that the uh, title of this episode? Just Dance 2021 <laughs> dances its way past cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even does 2021 old, yet. Uh, does a human centipede conga line around cyberpunk? <laughs> 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 and with way less glitches hooray ubisoft uh ps4 version of shadow of the tomb raider and the ps4 greedfall uh, i believe this is kind of working out the same way as bug snacks where bug snacks snatch whatever bug snatch i said it again <laughs> <laughs> i think he hate tries that to word correct for himself <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny i hate my life